Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What is the board game that you absolutely will not play? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What is the board game you absolutely won't play? Like if somebody takes it down from the board game shelf, you go, don't, no, no, put it back. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Why are we asking? This weekend, my daughter had a friend uh, over, and she was like, "Let's play Monopoly." And they pulled Monopoly out, and I was like, "No, no, no! That is to be seen and not played. Oh, that is not a game you play. You okay. don't play Monopoly. Why? It goes on way too long. Oh, yeah. You'll never finish it. You'll get up because you'll get bored. You'll walk away. The cats will come over, and they'll start like." Knocking hotels over, money will get lost, and nobody's ever going to go back and finish the game. And it's the worst. And I just, every family has Monopoly, and I am convinced that nobody ever plays it. Oh, all right. It is not meant to be played. So for you, it's Monopoly, yeah. Monopoly. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. What is the board game you absolutely will Shan't not be play? Uh, shall we go to the phones? Let's do it. They are lighting up. Let's go to Mary. We've got hey, Mary Mara. on the line. Hi, Mary. Mary, what's Hello? the board? What is that board game I that will you will not, not play? play? a Scrabble. Why? Oh, Mary. Oh, because my mom is a retired RN, and I'm an IT geek. Mm. Okay, so she is using words that are like, like. I don't know, like whatever blood stuff and, you know. Like super complicated medical terms. Bingo. And she cheats. She cheats. Oh, God. (laughs) How does she cheat on Scrabble? And I love her. She's 92, so she can cheat, but I am not playing Scrabble with her. (laughs) Ever, ever again. Oh, I love it. Mary, thank you for your call. Don't try to play Scrabble with Mary. She says no. I like Scrabble. It's not one that I would not play. It's not my favorite. Mm -hmm. But like, but I understand when you're playing with somebody who has a vocabulary that is valid but different from yours, and they have more tools in their toolbox because of it, that can be hard and frustrating. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay, what is the board game that you absolutely will not play? I would do it if there's a small child involved that was like begging me, but honestly, Monopoly. I, right? Like yeah. it lasts forever. It's like it could ruin families. It's and true. like once somebody is monopolizing the game, it's like, don't we know when the game's over? Yeah. Or do you really continue till the end? Right, like it's not fun anymore. Now you like you're basically gonna win, and now I'm done. Like, I, like I'm just going oh. to end up in jail. And- <laughs> oh, Lindsay, I super get that. Thank you for your call. Yeah, I am not a fan of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I was back in the day when my cousins and I would play it, but then it's just like it's literally gonna take forever. Yeah, 
we're going to be yelling. Yep. And I'm at an age in my life where I don't need to get angry about a board game. And I don't want to feel the angst and anxiety of like trying to outsmart somebody who's basically just going to like beat the pants off me. Yeah. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Let's go to Erica. We've got Erica on the line. Hello to you, Erica. Erica, what is the board game that you absolutely will not play? Um, well, it's not really a board game. It's technically a card game, but Slapjack. Ooh, what's that? Um, basically, you like keep putting cards down, and then once you put, if someone puts like a jack down, then one of the people have to like slap it. Yeah, you we have to slap it as fast as you can, so you get the whole all the cards. Okay, we used to play that game. Oh my gosh! And then you get the whole stack, right? Erica, we, yeah. we used to play that game, but we had a different name for it. Now I can't remember what it was, and it was probably offensive because it was like the 90s. But um, why won't you play it? Because of the slapping? <laughs> um, yeah, I get too aggressive. Okay. <laughs> so it's like really about like controlling your own demeanor. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> Thanks for your call. Let's go to AJ. Hi, AJ. Hi, AJ. Thanks for holding. What's the board game that you absolutely will not play? I'm playing devil's advocate here on the Monopoly game only because I discovered credit card Monopoly this oh. summer, and it is life-changing. I'm telling you, you can play a game in a half hour. Oh, what is okay. credit card okay. Monopoly? So instead of having all the money and all the houses and all that stuff that you put on the board, you just have a little credit card and a little machine in the middle. And every time you buy something or sell or whatever, you just tap your card and the machine keeps track of everything for you. Oh, my God. So you don't have to have somebody doing the bank and all that uh, stuff. Yeah, because, you know, that banker is always pocketing some extra money. Stop it. It's true. Yeah, yeah I don't trust the banker. Oh my God. AJ, thank you for that tip. Okay, Literally, I... it's called Monopoly Super Electronic Banking. Okay. I mean, that's like more real life than yeah. actual Monopoly. Uh, let's go to Jamie. Thanks for calling, Jamie. Jamie, what's the board game you absolutely won't play? Okay, I don't know the name of it, but I hate it. It's the one with the whole... You have cards, and you have holes, and you move your little peg in the hole. Uh, cribbage? Yeah. Oh, sure. Why won't you play cribbage? Because I don't get it. My 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 brother loves it. He always made my mom play, and I don't get it, so I hate it. Oh, <laughs> I, love I hear it. you, Jamie. Thank you for your call. I used to. I I went through a, a phase with cribbage where I wanted to only play cribbage. Yeah. Um, but you have to play with somebody who cares about it at the same level, or else it isn't fun. Yeah. It, like I don't, at all. Cribbage isn't one of those games. I mean, to her point, I don't like games like cribbage or backgammon because mm-hmm. I never understood them. Yeah. Bridge. I tried. Oh. My brain does it, my brain is not big enough for bridge. I will never be able to play bridge. I, I won't. We I will a, go to bridge parties, but I'm there to eat and to talk. We literally had a teacher try to teach our class or did teach our class to play bridge and I couldn't. I mm-hmm. I was like, I have to do what? Mm. To Trump? What? Yeah, no, those words, no. I like. I don't understand. I don't understand what any of that means. Let's go to Chris. Isn't, isn't Bridge the t- like Trumps? You got to like do the Trumps. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like, yeah. Uh, hi, Chris. Chris, what board game will you absolutely not play? Okay, well, this is short and sweet. I just wanted to tell you that my mother used to call Monopoly Monotony. Yes. yes! Oh, good point. Chris. It's so yes. true. The smart lady. Yes, thank you, Chris. <laughs> I agree. It is monotony. Now, 
we did get a tweet from Panda who said this one with a picture of the Ouija board, the Ouija board. And I responded, Mm -hmm. I shan't be playing that either because you do not open the devil's front door in your home and think that's going to go well. What do you mean, Brad? Exactly. Welcome. You're not welcome in my house, Satan. Have I ever told you guys that a Ouija board told me I was going to marry my husband? True story. I'm not joking. Uh, Yeah, but you know, then five minutes later, the Ouija board tells you that there's somebody at your front door ready to axe you to death. Hi, Bradley. Exactly. No. Uh, Be gone with you. Okay, wait. To be fair, this, this this was a full six years before my husband and I started dating. And... It told me I was going to marry no, my husband. I mean, I'm grateful, but you know, his name and the thing everything. that can tell you that can also remove you from the universe. And I just well, am I'm not still here. chancing it. Mm-hmm. Still kicking. For now. <sighs> For now. We're all yeah. going away. Well, all right. Well, that's true. Nothing strikes fear in my heart when, like, when somebody says, let's have a game night. Oh. Oh, I you know I, I like will say game. Jamie and I went uh, to Palm Springs about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. It was a year, I think. And uh, we like purposely kept the TV off and we played Yahtzee and Scrabble like it was going yeah. out of style. It was mm-hmm. a blast. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's fine. But have you checked out some of these board games yeah. lately? I hear you. <laughs> it is. I have hear you. you seen some of these like, games? Pick it to ride. I'm like, no, no I don't want that ticket. I don't want to <laughs> have to spend an hour learning the ins and outs of a board game yeah. when I'm hanging out with my friends. Got it. I am tired. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do talk. it. I just want to talk. I want to chat. I don't want to. Some of my best friends are my best friends. Right. But yes. when you force a board game on me yeah. where I have to learn all this stuff, get out of here. Okay, so I'm just going to say something controversial and then drop and run. I am of the opinion that board games are meant to be played only with the people who you are bored with, meaning your family, <laughs> who you see all the time. I don't like, I'm the same way. I don't want to play board games with people I want to socialize with because yeah, I don't see you them have all the time. words to say. Right. Yeah. So board games are for people well, you're bored here's with. Here's the thing, though. Some people, so everybody socializes in their own special way. But yeah, those of us who like to talk are certainly, I, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for seeing me. You are seen. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's talk about Harry and Meghan in this documentary. And is it or isn't it? And when are we going to see it, this Netflix thing, after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, you got questions about buying or selling a house, especially right now in this market? I don't even know what this market means. Well, guess what? I know someone who's got all the answers. And her name is Jennifer. Jennifer Snyder, also Bob, also every other member of their gigantic team over at the Snyder team with EXP Realty. TheSnyderTeam.com. They've got answers for whether you should wait until the holidays are over to sell or maybe you want to invest in a home versus investing in stocks. They've got answers for you. They've also just got great connections. They've been selling and buying homes throughout the Twin Cities in western Wisconsin for 25 years. They've literally helped thousands of people in our community enter uh, a new chapter of their lives or move on from an old chapter of their lives. Whatever your questions, whatever your concerns, trust me when I say you're in great hands with Jennifer Snyder and the whole Snyder team. Just head to the SnyderTeam.com today, ask them a question, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. I recently read an interview with Harry Styles that uh, he was inspired to write this song by some wonderful salad dressing. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show. It's not true. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Oh, Karan. Uh, it's true. 
It's true. Uh, and uh, we're not here to talk about the salad dressing. We already tried it. If you missed that, you can find it uh, on our podcast. We did try Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I think it's going to be on our YouTube page, too. Wonderful. Salad dressing. Um, that's not why we're here, though. We're here to talk about this, like, I don't even know, dust-up situation. Again, another one of those things that, like, started yesterday one way and has already sort of resolved itself in a weird way. And that was the news that Netflix was planning to pull the documentary about Harry and Meghan that it had planned to release uh, in November um, in uh, tandem with or around the same time as they are releasing season five of The Crown. So I'll how about I lay the groundwork a little bit and we'll yeah. talk about kind of what has transpired in the past 24 hours. Sure. Um, because this can't, comes from deadline. So like a really like a, an industry, you know, we trust what deadline yeah. tells us. Right. So the story goes like this. Apparently, uh, Netflix had planned to uh, release this uh, documentary that they produced in tandem with um, Archwell. Archwell. I always want to say Archway. Archwell. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the the company that Harry and Meghan started, mm-hmm. um, they were going to drop this uh, this documentary right around the time that they were set to launch the next season of The Crown. But Netflix kind of got chewed up a little bit over across the pond because of some of the subject matter of the beginning of The Crown, wherein um, there is a remember, it's a dramatic interpretation of the royal family. Yeah, a so, fictional telling. A fictional telling of what may or may not have gone down. Like some of the stuff is stuff that happened and we know it. And some of the stuff is imagined. Um, yeah, I would say most, most of it's of it. imagined. I mean, well, it, it follows time, you know, timely events. And I think that, um, and I forget his name uh, because names are hard. Um, but the show creator and the showrunner is, you know, doing his best to sort of apply humanity to these stories. But it's by no means uh, a you know, an autobiographical or a biographical account. Right. So at the in the beginning of this next season, they depict a conversation that happened allegedly, uh, you know, according to this. Well, no, not even allegedly. In the show, they depict a conversation between Prince Charles at the time and the prime minister at the time, John Major, where uh, Prince Charles, Prince at the time, basically uh, says, you know, like, uh, this we don't want the there's been this this uh, article written that criticizes the royal family and basically kind of says that the queen has been on the throne for a long time and they need something new and what's the relevance of the royal family and this is a real article that really happened but in the crown he has this conversation where he's wanting to uh, ask or, or force the queen to abdicate so that he can take the throne. Well, the prime, the former prime minister, John Major, came forward and was like, that definitely didn't happen. And then there was all of this like squawking about it. And Netflix basically was like, okay, hold the phone. We got to like dial this back. We have to, you know, we have to make some space so that we can release the crown. We're not getting too much in the face of the royals. Mm -hmm. So then they pulled this, um, indefinitely pulled this documentary, this Harry and Meghan documentary. And as of yesterday, it was like it got pulled, but we didn't know 
if it was ever going to air. But what is the connection between, uh, like, what is the reason for creating space between the two again? Okay, so apparently, and this is um, this is according to a source who talked to Deadline, they're rattled at Netflix, meaning Netflix was rattled by all of the controversy, which was mostly playing out in the UK and yeah. not here, because, like... I don't know. We just like to watch the drama of the crown. Yeah. But the reality being too close to home, the queen's death being so fresh still. They thought like, oh, we're already on pins and needles. Let's just put this Harry and Meghan thing off. And because of all they're the, worried what the, well, the, the. What they're saying is that basically it was like a stare down and Netflix blinked first. That like the pressure of all the gossip in the UK got to Netflix and they don't want to ruffle feathers, right? They want to, they are, they're in a precarious position anyway. Um, because, you know, by all accounts, they're not doing great financially, which is why we're now in this space where they're offering this new model where you can pay less, but get more commercials, et cetera. Right. Yeah. So like they're trying to preserve their business and they they're rattled because there's a conversation happening mm-hmm. and this gossip swirling um, that they blinked first and they decided to postpone the documentary. But by all accounts, we're going to see the documentary. Yeah, I mean, the story in page six says that, no, they're actually going to put it in December after all, that even though there was this report that it was going to be 2023, that don't worry, you will see it this year. So who knows? Well, I, I think there's we'll more out. to the story. Let's be honest. I think there's more to the story about what's in that documentary and what the palace actually thinks mm-hmm. of that that might be at play. Okay. When we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people do dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Ah! Hey, how's it going? Okay. Uh, we have a name for them, and that name is Crazy Stupid. Uh, well then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes. In the state of Florida. And sometimes other places. Like. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah. Philadelphia Freedom. Not for this guy. Okay. Um. So this guy, so I'm just going to tell it to you how it arrived to me because I don't have an actual story in front of me. What I have okay. is a tweet. Oh. And this tweet is from uh, a like reporter. A crime haiku. Yes. From a reporter on Fox 29 Philly. And um, this is what the tweet says. Mm. Bank robbery 101. Okay, great. We're going to get a lesson here. I love it. Okay. Never wear the same plaid shirt you had on when you got your driver's license when handing the bank teller a robbery note. That and little effort for disguise helped Glenn Nolden police identify the wanted TD Bank robber. That is the first tweet, and it is uh, accompanied with the driver's license picture of a guy with glasses and uh, some facial hair and a plaid shirt on. And next to it is the picture from the security camera footage of the exact same guy wearing the exact same shirt, the exact same glasses, with the same face, and the only difference is he's wearing a hat. 
Oh. So he did not try to disguise himself. And did these, he like leave his license behind or how did they get his license? Well, I think that they can do like, you know, when they've got like a, a face, facial recognition. they'll do like a face facial recognition. And then for this guy, it made it that much easier, right? Because a face can look like another face, but he's wearing the exact same shirt. So that's a pretty good indicator that that's the same guy. Wow. So they said in the second uh, in the second tweet, uh, identified in less than 24 hours. Wow. He was already wanted. So they they kind of knew his name. His name is Robert Joseph Lewis. He's also known as Robert Roberts. He's 24 and he's uh, wanted for the robbery of a TD bank branch. But he's now been found because he didn't even try to disguise himself. Okay. And he wore the exact wah, same outfit wah. as he yeah, wore maybe, in his driver's license. Maybe picture. not like the best move, sir. I think that went all the way through. These Ooh. days, I just yeah, just don't cry, man. It's not worth it. Yeah, man. Like, if you crime, you're going to have to maybe do the in, time. Like, Amish days when, you know, there was no internet and they couldn't catch up with you. What do I you always just say? Leave town. You're always on camera. Exactly. Unless you're Amish. And Although then I did probably watch a YouTube video camera. with an Amish family. It was quite enlightening. But I was like, I don't think this is supposed to be happening. What did they tell weird. you? All the secrets. All of them? Yeah. No, it was actually, um, truth be told, it was a guy was interviewing this like halfway. Like, like it's a kind of Amish where they have phones. Mm. It's actually not Amish. It's like another thing. Okay. Yeah. Neat. They were uh, Lutherans. <laughs> <laughs> Just Turns out, no, but it was some kind of. Amish it wasn't Mennonite. I can't no. remember the the sect, but it was essentially like somewhere between Mennonites mm-hmm. and the Amish. That you know, nothing. I know, I know. It's fine. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's how they reproduce. You know, they have sects. Oh, I didn't think you were gonna go down that road. But <laughs> I see what you did there. You're welcome. Uh, okay, where Hot are we going next? Amish sects. <laughs> sect. Not sex. Where are we going? Also, I learned that they have phones. Oh. But like they have accountability partners at church. So they have to like hand their phones over to their accountability partner to make sure they're not looking at things. I might enact that at my house. All <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Anyway, where are we going? We're going to Florida. Florida. And I want to tell you about Florida man. Florida man doing whatever a Florida man can. And this time, the Florida man in question is Matthew Latham. He uh, was caught recently doing something with a razor and a friend. Shaving them? <laughs> well, kind of, <laughs> maybe. Shaving but each it other? But it, it did involve, I mean, and that's not illegal. I no, think, if sexy you're both, shaving. If you're both, you know. Consenting. Consenting shaving adults. Mm-hmm. No, they engaged in a physical altercation over a verbal dispute about a cell phone. This took place at 4.30 a.m. outside a gas station. Nothing so, good is happening outside a gas station at 4 a.m. Yeah, it just smells like grease and donuts. Mm-hmm. And not good ones either, but you'll eat them because they're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, apparently Latham used a razor to cut his friend on the neck and leg. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-mm. But that's not enough to be crazy stupid idiot, right? Because he wasn't shaving his friend. That no. would have been CSI worthy. But mm-hmm. no, this is just like he cut his friend it's after a an argument. Which is gross, and don't do that. It's illegal. It's something he had on his person that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. In addition to the razor mm-hmm. that he shaved his friend uh, severely with, there was something else on him that made him a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah, 
it was, I don't know, a wig made out of his friend's hair. <laughs> Ooh, with tape. I would love that. Puts the lotion on the skin. Whatever, right? in the basket. Puts the lotion in the basket. That's what it sounds very creepy, mm-hmm. right? No, no. It's actually something he was sporting upon his visage. French for face. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a tattoo that said, I'll cut you. Close. Really? Yes, it was a tattoo. Remember, where were we again? Florida. Mm-hmm. Is it a tattoo that says Florida man? No, it literally is the state of Florida on his forehead. He has a tattoo what? of the state of Florida right between the eyes. Oh, I feel like we've seen this guy oh, before. He feels yeah. like a per, he feels like a serial crimer. Well, he mm-hmm. you know maybe that's why he got the tattoo. Yeah. I will say in the past, you gotta really love a state to put it right between your eyes like that. In the, <laughs> yeah, or maybe you're just you know uh, yeah. Uh, he ple- he pleaded no contest. I always forget. Is that pled pleaded, uh, pleaded no contest last year to marijuana or the devil's lettuce possession and misuse of the nine one one system. In a separate twenty twenty one case, he was busted for choking his mom. Oh gosh! So this dude uh, has really earned Florida man status, sadly, well, and is we- now in Pasco County Jail. Okay. Which is probably why he has the tattoo. Yeah. And he seems to wear it proudly. I don't think. Isn't that weird that you would get like, you see Minnesota people put like, you know, the Minnesota tattoo on them. I don't think you yeah, do but it on not, your forehead. Yeah, but not on your face. Yeah. I mean, you can. But the kids are doing do. faces now. Necks and faces. You know, our day, you mm-hmm. don't put a tattoo anywhere that. Your clothing won't cover. Your clothing won't cover. Yeah. You, don't, you put it right on your butt cheek. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. knows. Yeah, but just now we've moved on. Secret. Now it's just like eyelids, sure. Okay. So when I blink, looks like I got eyeballs constantly now, looking at you. That would be, <laughs> be creepy as you were sleeping. You're mm-hmm. just constantly staring at someone. Oh, That's freaky. God. Um, we are going to LA. La La Land. What's going We're on? We're going in LA? to the Whittier neighborhood or sure. area of uh, we got one of those. LA. We do have one of those. Holly, do you know where that Whittier area is? Uh, yeah, it's in LA. Okay, so it's in LA. <laughs> So She's an expert. We're gonna uh, we're gonna hear about a guy who got pulled over. Actually, he resisted being pulled over, um, and then he did end up getting pulled over, and he got arrested for uh, drunk driving. But it was what he was driving that made him a crazy, stupid idiot. Okay, so it was like one of those weird, right? It's a mode of transport. Yeah, like a Barca lounger. Nah, radio flyer. Negative. <sighs> Was it an armadiller? Nay. Phyllis armadiller. That was a hint. Oh, it was a horse. He was riding on a horse. Aww. And I just was delighted by the description. He was drunk on a horse? He was drunken horsing. Drunken uh, police horsing. say the horseback rider was, quote, galloping through traffic and refusing to pull the horse over. So he was, like, trying to evade being pulled over by the cops while Whilst carelessly mounted. galloping through traffic uh, on the horse. Uh, the police engaged in a, quote, unusual pursuit. Eventually, the rider surrendered and was taken into custody, and the unidentified rider is expected to be charged with driving under the influence because, as you might think to yourself, but he wasn't, like, we've done this before, right? No, yeah. If it's, like, on a, motor a motorized and wheels, cooler. 
Yeah. Or like even a bike. If you're biking like drunk, that can be in certain jurisdictions drunk driving. Well, also they can just get you for public intoxication. True. But the reason why this guy can get charged with drunk driving, and I think this is important knowledge for people to have if you are in the L.A. or uh, greater Whittier area. California Vehicle Code states that people riding an animal on state roadways are, quote, subject to all of the duties applicable to the driver of a vehicle, except those provisions which, by their very nature, can have no application. Like wearing a seatbelt. Right. So, if he has a high a, a blood alcohol level over the legal limit, it doesn't matter what he's riding. If he's on the roadway, that's acting like a car, and he better act like a car. Wow. I... You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, guinea pig, armadillo, hamster, or... Um, it don't matter. Your friend. Yeah. You yes. can't ride him. Yes. You if you're ride riding him. your friend in traffic... Drunk. And you're drunk. You're going to jail. Going, both of you, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Playing giddy app. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating. Also, uh, sad. Just really sad. Are you sad for the horse? Yeah, I'm kind of sad for the horse, and I'm sad for the guy, because I just feel like... Yeah, the horse didn't have a lot of dignity no. in any of this. The horse is like, jeez, this guy's drunk. But I will yeah. say the Whittier Police Department did share photos of the horse, and he looks happy. They probably gave him some carrots. Very I cute. bet Whittier yeah. is like, what, like a by the mountains or something? Yeah, it's by a um, a trail and some hills. <laughs> yeah, maybe the guy got off by the trail. trail. It is. Yeah, yes. he probably was just out there on the trails, just the yeah, Sierra Nevadas. Yeah, mm, just riding his horse, just communing with nature, and then they took yeah. a wrong turn, and suddenly he's on the street. You know, the thing about Los Angeles, it has a lot of natural wonder. Mm. Mm-hmm. I naturally You're, wonder as well. Yeah, not a lot nature. on the faces of celebrities. Mm. Not a lot of natural wonder. No, that's true. Funny a lot how of that wonder, works. Like I wonder yeah. why that looks. I am not natural. Naturally wondering about that. <laughs> When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a little game to play, and that game is called The Throwback after this on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.